Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 6.30 Chet and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chet. Oh, man. 106 in Edmonton. Uh, this is Oilers Now. Second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex has our office printer and supply needs covered. They do it all. They can be doing it all for you right now. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. The River Cree in August has Nazareth and the Little River Band. And in September has Steve Earle and the Dukes. Visit uh, Ticketmaster.ca for more information. You can uh, email us, OilersNow, 630Ched.com. Brendan, you asked me whether or not I could go to your birthday party. My wife has responded asking, is Brendan 16 is that is that, is that what, what? <laughs> in other words like is it a dog she's just having some that's fun that's okay with well she can come out too if, uh, if you're not allowed to go it alone but, all right uh, well uh <laughs> i know this if the kids choose between which parent stays home they'll want kathy to stay home okay that's me. fair yeah we have brian hall in studio as we go to our west lock ford text line and there is a wide variance of responses to brian's appearance on today's uh should. uh Leonard says, as he texts us on our Westlock Ford text line, Westlock Ford, a reminder, we'll be out at Westlock Ford on Thursday, August the 9th to go see Paul Olson, the gang out there. Check out the great selection today, westlockford.com, worth the drive to get a new ride. Uh, there we go. Uh, here we go. Uh, from Bryce in Calgary, he says, uh, oh, wait, there's more coming in. This is This one's from Leonard. Man, Halsey is on his game today. Bob, you can't get in a word. Laugh out loud. Larry Ruck once told me, says Leonard, that doing an interview with Brian Hall was easy because he asked and answered his own questions. This was when Larry was working uh, at uh, Freightliner. Great interview with Halsey. That one comes to us from Leonard. Bryce in Calgary says, I listen to Brian for years. Remember him and Henry Singer fondly. I think Henry's favorite line was, when you're cold, you hold. That one comes to us from Bryce. There's a couple more here from uh, Budaluka. Uh, he says, I never liked Brian Hall. I never cared for Brian Hall, but after listening to him today, I find him entertaining, hilarious, and I'm enjoying every minute of it. Uh, 
Bob, I have always enjoyed your... Uh, hi, Bob. I always enjoy your show, but today listening to Brian Hall, this text comes to us from Terry, is so fun. So many stories, experience, and of course, opinions. I always think of him as Edmonton's own Don Sherry. I don't have time for haters. It's not easy to be one of those. They can talk, but I hope Brian Hall uh, never changes. James says, don't get me wrong, Bob. I like Halsey. Um, Does that mean they don't like you? <laughs> no. Actually, I think he was ripping you previously. And well, I just the way saw, you said that, don't worry, Bob, I like Halsey. You know, all right. Uh, where did I it like go? I like vanilla ice cream better than chocolate. Jamie in Morinville says, listening to you and Halsey is like listening to Ron McLean and Don Sherry. I love it. Uh, Brian is fantastic, says another texter. Bob sounds like a child. I wish my cousin Fred would stop texting the show. Thanks a lot for that, Fred. Uh, it's uh, there's there's lots coming in. Uh, again, you can text us at six thirty six thirty. Uh, this one from the Don. Love Brian Hall. Best hockey I've ever seen in Flin Flon. The Oil Kings beat the Bombers with Larry Hendricks in goal. Brian called the games. Oil Kings went on to beat New Westminster. Did I ever tell you what happened in in one of those playoff games? One of the one of the things that happened, being as how he brought that up about Flynn Flynn. He just said he said by the way he was a great play by play hockey guy. Happy birthday, Brandon! Love this stuff that comes from the dog. Good thing. All right, you. go for it, Brian. No, no, no he, but he brought up. About, we got eighteen minutes. It's all yours. Well, it, <laughs> no, but no, he brought up about Flynn Flynn. I'll never forget. We were doing a playoff game in Flynn Flynn, right? Bobby Clark was playing for him. Reggie. They, Leach. they were incredible in the late. Oh, 60s. they they were fantastic. So we're up there in their arena, and I used to go down to, to Bobby's dad's place. Because his dad was had the drugstore, right. was the pharmacist. Room two hundred two upstairs in the Flin Flon Hotel is where all the scouts were. I'd go up there with Emil the Cat Francis and all these scouts from the NHL. Right. And when you went into Flin Flon, of course, mining Flin Flon, mining country, you always had that. Mm, mm, in the roof of your mouth, you had that coating from the mine, you know, the stuff that was in the air. So we're doing this game, and they used to have they used to have fights and everything because they didn't have they didn't have all the glass and everything around the boards and stuff. And of course, the Flin Flon guys and a lot of the stuff. I'll be honest with you, that really started and they started rabble rousing and doing all that were, were, were some of the off-duty RCMP guys who were big hockey fans. This is our club, you know. So here we are, we're going to play, and we're starting the game. And they had a kid that played for them, pretty good, too. He went to the NHL, Darcy Rhoda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then his dad was a GM dealer out in B.C. And Darcy, nice kid and everything else like played that. Played for the Blackhawks, Chicago, oh, and yeah. Vancouver. Anyway, yep. but Darcy, so Darcy's on the club. I'm doing the game. We're just starting the game. Darcy's eyes were as big as saucers because he was so excited, right? And the game starts and all of that and it comes into the Oilers end and he comes back and he picks it up in the corner and he's going to swing it around back of his net and he turned and fired it right past his own goaltender, one nothing Flynn Flon. He was so excited, he didn't know where the hell he was, right? Well, Patrick Liney did that a couple years ago. I under, and that's what reminded me, and I said that, but I'm just, you know, yeah. mentioning about the things that happened, you know? Yeah. And that was the game in Flynn Flon, yeah. Fred Fleming, what do you remember about him? Oh, Freddie, well, he played for every club in the CFL. Good guy, was uh, with the uh, Bolin family, Pat, right. but, but, but the old man, Paul Bolin, was one of the big guys with LeDuc number one, big in the oil sure. and started big. Pat's dad who owns the Denver Broncos, right? right? Anyway, Freddie eventually went to work for them 
And uh, But you did point counterpoint for how long? Well, wait a minute, just a second. Freddie went to work for them and everything, and eventually he wound up being taken by the family to Denver, and he's been there for the past 25 years. Right. But people still talk to me about with Freddie and about the fact that we used to do a show, and he'd come in and we'd tape it during the day. He'd come into the studio, and we would tape point counterpoint, and we would run it every day. And he would, I'd say... I'm not, I don't have any topic. Fred, go ahead. You start. You start today. And he would pull out some, and then I'd go the opposite direction. Seriously, Freddie would at times get so angry with me. I, I find that hard to believe. No, right? he got so angry with me. One time he just he just stood up, and he said, and he stormed out of the studio. And I'm, I'm saying, I'm sorry, folks. We'd like to finish this recording. You'll hear it on the air as it goes right now, but there is no more because I said, he's gone. And he did, and he got rid. But he came back after. And but we used to we used to have great battles. He and I, really a lot of great battles. But the funny thing is, Freddie went down to Denver, and everybody who knew him, and a lot of people knew him, would call him and say, you know, can you get me Super Bowl tickets when sure. they were in this? Because they went back to back Super right. Bowl, and you know all of that. Or you know, we're coming down to Denver. Can we come to a Denver game? You know, the Broncos game. Freddie would look after all of these people and so on and all of that, and they would ask me. To go down. And I don't know why. 25 years now, because I talked to him just the other day. 25 years he's been down there in Denver. I've never gone to a Denver game in 25 years. And I could go into their box, the owner's box, sure. right? It is. I don't have anything against them. It's just that, you know, it's sort of like, you know, I, I guess... I don't know if, if if you have a chicken farm, you don't eat chicken. You know what I mean? Because it's it, it's, right. it's so common. It was Bolin and Batoni. That was the company, right? The oh, that was yeah, well, no, that was Peter Batoni and and Pat Bolin. Sure. And they built the Edmonton. You know, you were talking about the races earlier. Sure. Well, the races. I was facing north from the broadcast. Yep. Race tracks run north and south right. all over North America, except Edmonton. It runs east west. Now, there's a reason why they run north and south. Do you know what the reason I is? I don't. Tell me. Because, and this is what happened at Northlands. That was another thing you had to put up with. Because you're looking into the sun when they're coming down the stretch. Sure. That's why. And so the tracks run north and south. But in this instance, east and west, and I'm looking straight north, and I'd be there during the 70s, the early early 70s, and I'd see them lifting these huge concrete slabs up, putting up the siding and everything for our Edmonton Coliseum, sure. which was the exact pattern of the Pacific Coliseum in Vancouver, except they put air conditioning and stuff like that, because they had to get it up in a hurry, because the Edmonton Exhibition Association wanted it up in a hurry. Now, true or false, did you... And how much it cost? How much? $18 million. Yeah, well, the, the Rogers place is a little bit more expensive than that. Well, I'm just... Sure. Hey, Halsey. It was 1974. You, Brian, were you the first guy to ever do call-in shows in sports? Do what? To Old do call-in, yeah. In Canada. Were you yeah. the first guy? Yeah. Because as I recall, as a kid listening to you at times, yeah. um, I'm from the school that you should try to be polite to the callers and not correct them, try to subtly correct them, but you weren't afraid once in a while. If you thought a guy was being a dummy, you'd let him afraid, have Afraid once in a while? Are you kidding? <laughs> you know what? Let's be honest about it. Controversy is the lifeblood of sports. That's what it is. It's supposed to be controversial. You're supposed to have your opinion, and I'm supposed to have mine. All right. Any newspaper man would tell you who was a regular columnist. Wayne Overland. Yeah, great. Ooh, oh, yeah. Wee! 
Wait, hey, wait, Overland. That's the way he talked, you know. He'd get so mad at Bill but and, he, and Hunter. But he, he, he was he was terrific. But the thing <laughs> is, no. But the, well, he was. But the thing about it is, seriously, I want you to think about this in our business. And newspaper columnists were told this: they'll allow you one bad one for the week. Other than that, you don't have any bad columns. And there are, and this is this this is what it is. There are no shades of gray. Shades of gray are dull and boring. The, think about your clothing. Gray is dull and boring, really. I don't, I don't wear gray. No, well. I wear black because gray, it hides yeah. the fat. Well, gray doesn't do anything for you. You know what I mean? Like blue will bring out the blue in your eyes. And, sure. You know, all of this thing. And we get the colors from nature. That's where all the, that's where all the <laughs> fashion people get their colors from. Okay. They get it from nature, from the sea and from the birds and the whole so thing. So you brought the heat but, when you took post-game calls on Eskimo games. What did Norm Kimball think of that back in the day? Well, I, I, I brought it up to Norm. And he said, you're not doing any, I'm not doing it. I said, I said, will you simmer down for me? He was very hot-headed. I said, would you simmer down? <laughs> you for, thought he was hot? <laughs> I, no, I said, would you simmer down for a minute? Please, Norm, just, would well, you think we called him Storm and Norman for nothing? Right. Anyway, and, or, or as Jackie, my dear departed friend Jackie Parker used to say, Mr. Nice. Yeah, Mr. Nice. Anyway, and we were having we were having one of our many lunches, Norm and I, and I brought this thing up, and I said, why don't you let me, after a football game, I said, I'd like to open up phone lines. I'd like to have, you know, it's new in our business having phone conversations. I said, I'd like to open up the phone lines. And you're not doing that. Like, I said, wait a minute. I said, what, what do people do after a game? I said, they're driving home, they're going wherever they're doing, I said, whatever, and the next day over the water cooler, whatever, they're talking about what the dumb play was, what the poor call was, whatever it was, what a drop pass, how could a guy, the dummy, drop a pass like that, you know, whatever it is, right? How could they let this guy get in the open like that? That's the one that killed us, you know, whatever it is, right? I said, that's what they do. I said, you know I know the team really well, you know I know enough about football that I can talk halfway intelligently, and I don't have to be anyway because whatever I'm saying to them, they won't know anyway. So I said, it doesn't matter. I said, let me at least give it a try. And I did. And I called it points after, and I opened it up. And I had a lot of fun because people would call, and I'd say, what did you say? What? Do you know how stupid you sound? You know, and I'd be, oh, no, you boy. You know, I don't know if, oh, politically correct today, could you do that kind of thing? Well, I think so. Some places they do, don't they? Very uh, seldom, but right. But yeah, we had a lot of fun, and it was great, and it was uh, you know. But it cre- it created interest in the team, and it created interest in everything. It was good for the station, good for the club, and yeah, that's what started it, and we kept it going. And it started points after, and it started an Edmonton sporting legend. Well, whatever. Whatever. Whatever happened to Earl Edwards? Wasn't yeah. that? Didn't when guys wanted to tick you off? Wasn't that what they'd call it and they asked? Listen, it's nineteen minutes after. Do I have one minute? You have one minute. Go okay, for it. Okay, one minute about Earl Edwards. That was a big trade that they made with the San Francisco 49ers, okay? Okay. They got Rusty Staub, a quarterback. Anyway, it doesn't matter what they got. Anyway, Earl Edwards, 
big and, and the Eskimos made and, a trade with the yeah with the San Francisco 49ers and they got a quarterback out of there. He was looking for a quarterback anyway. Earl Edwards was a terrific player. Grand alignment, alignment, terrific. Yeah. Anyway, everybody loved him, right? They traded him. Everybody went crazy, and then they after you know. And I went on the air and I did this whole thing and built it all up. And you know, and what did we get for it? Never mind what we got for Edwards. You know, don't call and ask that question. Give me something else, but don't ask me what happened to Earl Edwards. Boom, you know, and that's the way it would go, right? And so, so one day on the points after show. I get a call, and the guy says, Brian, he says, you know, and this is there at Clark Stadium, and Neil Armstrong, and he says, uh, he says, uh, 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 Brian, he said, uh, I, I, you know, I got to tell you about a conversation I overheard, because he said, you know, our, some of our seats are very close to the Eskimo bench. I said, yeah, and he says, I got to tell you about, he says, you know, the, quarter, the quarterback came, you know, and it's just, it's, and it just, and he says, he said, and he named a player, came off, and he went up to the coach and that, and everything else, and the coach said something to him, and he says, I was listening very intently, and so on, and then, and then, and the, and I saw the guy shrug his shoulders, and I heard the question, and he says, you know, you wouldn't believe the question, I said, what was that, what did we ever get for Earl Edwards, <laughs> you know? You got set up, you got yeah, played. Oh, yeah, got set up, you know, at, uh, at, which, at which point, it just, the phone, it went, click, gone, that's it. Commercial time. And we're going to go to break. 121 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proams. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Sports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Well, I'm sure glad I got paid by the word for this hour, let me tell you. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you at Oilers Now along with Brendan Ulrich. And we've got Brian Hall, a living legend in studio. Boy, it's gone fast. It has. Yeah. 68 years, Brian. 68 years you've been here. Since 1950, right? Excluding a few... 65. Yeah, because three years in Toronto, I guess. So here we go. Let me ask you this. So you've gone through various eras of Edmonton sports Gone through all of it, uh, you know, from the beginning of of, uh, the Eskimos into the 60s, the downturn of the club, uh, into from the WIFU, RFU, into the committee of one league, the cool committee, formation of the CFL, first commissioner, Sid Alder, all of those eras going through, and then the 
arrival of uh, Wilkinson and those guys in the 70s and rolling to all 14 Grey Cups now they've won. Uh, you know, and, and uh, let me just say that also, I've, you know, from the, from the beginning seen the difference from the Edmonton Gardens to the Edmonton Coliseum now to Rogers Place with the beautiful stadium that we have celebrating its 40th anniversary, Commonwealth Stadium. This is the 70th year of the Eskimos. I'm, I'm very happy to say that I've been here for all. I've covered them for all but four years. And look at all the different eras and the things that have sure. happened with the Olympics. No, with the Olympics in Calgary and the Empire Games here and the World Student Games, people like Maury Van Vliet and Claire Drake and all these other people that have come up through the through the ranks and all the you know I mean you know the Norm Kimball era and all the people and now uh, God love them too Len Rhodes what a great job he's doing with the Eskimos and the organization it's continued you know they've thrived they've been just uh, such a proud part of our city and then with the hockey from the Junior Oil Kings to the formation of the WHA with Wild Bill Hunter if it hadn't been for him we don't have what we have today and then getting into the NHL and all those stories and the crazy things that happened with Sather and that suddenly out of nowhere came a great collection of guys in the 80s and you know it just continues and now you you go from one superstar to another no you go from one superstar to another and you go from the Gretzky era and so on now we're into Connor McDavid and so on great hockey talent Gretzky great hockey talent and many other hockey talents but I found out one thing for sure you're only as good as the guy that's lined up beside you. McDavid, nice to have him. It's good, but it doesn't mean anything. You gotta win. I'm not interested in the guy that's gonna win this. I'm, I'm, this is not a put down. Right. Understand this, but he cannot do it by himself. Wins the scoring championship, does all that, so what? But win a Stanley Cup, be in the Stanley Cup final, be competitive, that's what you want to be. All you want to be is give your fans a hope every year that you're going to maybe do something. But that's up to the organization. But when you find out one thing, it's all about teamwork. It's the same thing here. We're only the good broadcasting group that we are, and we are the chorus operation. It's because of the people. It's not because we've got technical stuff. You know, but they're important. They're all part of the team. Yeah. The whole team, right? The technical people, the sales people can't do it by themselves. The on-air people can't do it by themselves. No, having, you're not going to have any technical people if you don't have people on the air. So it's about team. And that's what I'm all about is team and today. We talked about some of the things that have gone on in the past. I love it. It's wonderful, wonderful memories for me. But I can tell you this much. I live for this day, for this moment, on the air with Bob Soffer. And it'll be about what I'm doing next. That's how I live. I don't live in the past. But I remember the past. But I don't live in the past. And you've got to have teamwork, Bob. And that's what I hope is there we enough, have. Is there enough of a good team built around Mike Riley? Final question for you for the Eskimos to win. Because you, you've got great passion for the well, Eskimos. Have they got a chance? Absolutely they got a chance. Yeah. You bet they got a chance. But you're only as good as your competition. You can be super terrific. Yeah. But it doesn't mean much if everybody else is super terrific and a little bit better. Well, Calgary's pretty good. Well, I'm just simply saying. Sure. You know, I'll tell you who else is quietly very good. Winnipeg. Very good. Very good. So, yeah. And it's the same thing. Oilers, you could be better this year. But the point is, are you going to be better, good enough to win? Because everybody else is going to be better. Do you think San Jose will be better? 
Probably. I Actually, I don't think San Jose well, will be better. I'm just saying, probably, though, they will I think will Dallas be. will be better. Yeah. Brian, it's be what, a lot better. it was a pleasure okay. having you in. Remember, Th- it's all about teamwork. Thank you very it is? much. All right, well, Thank- get out of here. Thanks for having my back. <laughs> Having your back? Come on! That's uh, the living legend himself, Brian Hall. It's Brendan Ulrich's favorite guy. (laughs) Hey, are you going to say happy birthday to Brendan just to close out? Happy birthday to you. All right, like I said, no singing hiring. All right, off to a global news weather traffic update when we come back to talk about a different type of battle of Alberta. Terry Lowen out of Red Deer. This is Orders Now.